If my lips said toodaloo. <laughs> I know the whole song. We can we can go on for Why days. Why do you know the whole song? Why don't you know the songs, Zach? You went to too. church. I did just like church, I did, but I did not commit Veggie Tale songs to memory. Um, then what were you doing with your time? <laughs> All I remember is them vaguely using. They were like felt pieces that had cut out with like biblical characters on them. It was and like, like a shape. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just you stuck, stuck them and then you could just peel them off. It was like PowerPoint for Jesus. It was like you wanted to throw them at the little board yeah. to see if they would stick, they but they did. don't. It was <laughs> don't. very disappointing. Sunday school was so boring. <laughs> okay, children. Today we're going to be playing with felt on sweet tea and you D&D. Know, if we'd... <laughs> I feel like that should be like a part of D and D. We should have like the little Velcro cutouts, things, and stick them to a board sticking up. Rawr! That'd be an interesting way to do like a battle map. <laughs> so if you haven't caught on, this is Sweet Tea and D and D with your host Zach. You make the most awkward entrances. That's so like. I didn't walk into a room to say this. I'm I just feel like I'm getting a wink and a gun. This is Zach and that's Jamie. Like, yes, it's us. You, where have you been for the last 20 some odd episodes if you don't know what you're listening to by now? And this is a podcast where we discuss the lore and legends of Dungeons and Dragons and provide some DM tips and player tips when just we see fit. the tips. Just tips. Today we're going to talk about <laughs> Madrons. Madrons. And Jamie's going to read the introductory text for them while I drink this tea. Um, get ready for the sultry sounds of my voice. Madrons are beings of absolute law that adhere to a hive-like hierarchy. They inhabit the plane of Mechanus and tend its eternally revolving gears. Great existence. Their existence is a clockwork routine of perfect order. Dear God, help us all. Absolute law and order under the direction of their leader, Primus. Modons, Modrons, whatever. I don't know how to say this word. Modrons. 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 Marmalade. I'm looking for a butter substitute, please. I can't believe it's not. Madras. Now I feel like a stand-up comic. My mic stand fell off, and I'm like just gently putting it down. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Just hold it to your face. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 words. You just said absolute I, law and order. Shut up! Under the direction of the leader Primus, Madrons increase order in the multiverse uh, in accordance with laws beyond the comprehension of mortal minds. Their own minds are networked in a hierarchical pyramid in which each Modron receives commands from superiors and delegates orders to underlings. A modron carries out commands with total obedience, utmost efficiency, and an absence of morality or ego. Modrons have no sense of self beyond what is necessary to fulfill their duties. They exist as a unified collective divided by ranks, yet they always refer to themselves collectively. To a modron, there is no I, but only we or us. This sounds very Ayn Rand of them, isn't it? This just sounds very boring. This is like, oh, we're all part of a clock. I mean, it's kind of like illithids. They're all like hive mindy, too. They live exalted lives, too, don't they? Yeah, they do. Modrons communicate only with their own rank and the ranks immediately above or below them. Modrons, more than one rank away 
either above or below are either too advanced or too simple to understand. Oh, that's a real miserable existence. That's kind of racist. Like once you're, it, it feels like technology. Like once you're, um, like the newest one is released, you're just out of date. Like the iPhone 10s can't talk to the 8s. Nope. <laughs> too simple. Your hardware is too out of date to talk to me. It's just the ones and zeros aren't aligning. <laughs> You have a headphone jack. Um, right. We're wireless over here. If a modern is destroyed, its remains disintegrate. A replacement from the next lowest rank then transforms in a flash of light, gaining the physical form of its new rank. The promoted modern is replaced by one of its underlings in the same manner, all the way to the lowest levels of the hierarchy. There, a new modern is created by Primus with a steady stream of... Um, Mono drones leaving the great modern cathedral on Mechanus as a result. I see a fun campaign idea where you're all moderns trying to gain rank and you've broken ranks and you're just murdering the people above you to take their positions <laughs> for a promotion. Um, it goes up to five and you turn. It's, it's kind of like you're evolving Pokemon here. Your last, you know, phase is this five faced angry flower that <laughs> that we are not talking about today. Um, the last part of it says, when the gears of mechanics complete 17 cycles, which happens once every 289 years, Primus sends a vast army of moderns across the outer plains, ostensibly on a reconnaissance mission. The march is long and dangerous, and only a small number of moderns return to mechanics. Those poor bastards. Those poor unfortunate bastards. <laughs> they have no idea what's coming for them. So, oh, uh, so but beneath all that flavor text is, it says monodrone, and a monodrone can perform one simple task at a time and can relay a single message of up to forty-eight words, and that's it. That's all it can do. It's like a computer they used to get to the to the moon. Uh, Real simple. <laughs> I don't think a monodrone's making it all the way. <laughs> a duo drone, um, it supervises units of monodrones and can perform up to two tasks at a time. <gasps> that crafty bastard. Crafty son of a bitch. Tridones. Tri- yeah. Tridrones. Tridrones. Tridrones are shaped like inverted pyramids. They lead lesser modrons in battle. The quadrone. Is, they are astute combatants. Gosh, words are hard. Quadrons serve as artillery and field officers in the regiments of, of modern armies. And then there's a pentadrone. And a pentadrone oversees Mechanus's worker populace and can improvise in response to new situations. Oh, it's the thinky thinky one. It's the most thinky of all of them. And lucky it, it has five faces. <laughs> it has five eyes to think with. And brains, I guess. Like. <laughs> yes, five <laughs> eyes to think with. Shut up. <laughs> Relax, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's all five responding. Not not that kind of doctor. I just I just have a master's. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Terry. <laughs> Read your text. <laughs> oh, am I doing this first? Sure. Okay. I, all I just right. Want me to. Well, I guess not. Um this one right yeah gosh we're so unprepared we're so sleepy I'm but it's sleepy. so sleepy but guys it's so just forced that drugs the sun care. just went oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think we we're gonna talk about that um 
It's so sad, that poor kitty. <laughs> the existence is pain. Carry on. Existence is pain. For me. It's poor me, thanks. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm doing the Quadrone. It's a medium construct. It's lawful neutral. It looks like a little asshole Cupid. I don't know. Like, if you took a box and you stuck some sticks coming out of it and gave it a bow and arrow, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I thought you, you when you said bow and arrow, I, I heard... And gave it a boner for a second. I'm just like, where do you see? Is my dick in a Because I box? had to draw it and it dick didn't have a, a dick on it when I looked at it. I also realized something, a very important detail. And What's you'll notice that? it later. You'll notice it later on the doodle. Uh, the head's one eye closed? Nope. More important than that. Carry on. Oh, does it not have hands? No. Oh. It has hands. I want to see. Okay. Well, this little guy. Soon. Okay. Um. Okay, it has a natural armor class of 16, 22 up to 36 hit points. It has a ground speed of 30 and a fly speed of 30. Pretty average across the board with strength and con at 12. Dex is at 14. Intelligence, wisdom, and charisma are at 10s and 11 for charisma. Uh, plus 2 to perception. has true sight up to 120 feet. Passive perception of 12. It only speaks modern. It's a CR of one. It has a axiomatic mind. The quadrant can't quadrant can't be compelled to act in a manner contrary to its nature or its instructions. And so I guess it's things you can't take over and you can't charm. Disintegration. If the quadrant dies, his body disintegrates into dust, leaving behind its weapons and anything else it was carrying. It can do a multi-attack. Uh, the quadrant quadrone, gosh. The quadrone makes two Fist attacks are four short bow attacks. I'm sorry, four short bow attacks? That's what it says. How much damage do they do? I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Okay, short bows. Um, it's plus four to hit. It's a range of 80 to 320 on one target. On a hit, it does five up to eight piercing damage. A CR1. Imagine that shit looking at you and go, ta-ding, 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 <laughs> and firing four shots at you at five. That's 20 damage in one round. You can kill a level one with that. Yeah, you can. You can kill like three level ones with that. You can kill a wizard and two pretty healthy people. Uh, we just need, where are the rogues? <laughs> <laughs> I need a rogue, a warlock, and a wizard. <laughs> a war. <laughs> that sounds like a bad joke. A warlock, a wizard, <laughs> and a rogue walk into a, a bar. They all die. <laughs> They failed the death saves. Okay. Then they have the fist attacks, which that just sounds horrifying. Um, Brings us back to the mummy episode where everything fisted. Yeah. Which is next, the right next on page. the next page. Yeah. Wow. Which these are found time. on what page? Uh, mine is found on page 226. Their whole spiel begins on page 224. Um, it's plus three to hit for this fist attack. Reach a five feet on one target. On a hit, it does three up to five bludgeoning damage. That's really messed up that it's most damage one is four shots. It gets four. Just, and I, I think it's more sounding that that's like a arrow per second almost. Yeah, that's crazy. And he uses the last two seconds to fly away. It's a very <laughs> efficient machine, isn't it? So I'm going to be talking about the monodrone. 
So it is very similar. It is a more roundish shape. It also has wings on top. It's a basic bitch. So. It is a basic bitch. It is a one eighth CR. Oh. It's worth a total of 25 XP. So it is a medium construct. They're all constructs, and it is lawful neutral. So I guess it because it follows its own restrictions, I guess it makes sense. So it has an AC of 15, and it's natural armor. Its HP is 5, with a maximum of Woo-hoo! 9. It has a fly and its walking speed of 30 feet. Um, its wisdom and strength are both plus zeros at a score of 10. It has a plus 1 to dex and con at scores of 13 and 12, respectively. And it has a minus 3 to intelligence and charisma. With a score of four and five. Oh, that Mike Wazowski looking some bitch doesn't have more than that. He's got only one brain cell and it's firing in all cylinders all the time. So it has true sight. Did yours have true sight? Mine does have true sight up to 160 feet. Someone wasn't listening. Somebody wasn't reading. Uh, So 120 feet. That's some badass ability for an eight one eighth character. See our challenge. Uh, Passive perception of 10. He can't. He's got true sight. But he can't see shit. He's just not paying attention. He's most not paying of the attention. Time. He's got other tasks to do. Only one at a only time. Only one though. task. Yep. <laughs> um, he can also only speak modern. Uh, same thing. Axiomatic mind. Uh, they can't be compelled to do other things. So no charming. Uh, disintegration. If it dies, it turns to dust. What a beautiful action. And then I'm the not other feeling thing. Feeling so good, Mister yeah. Stark. <laughs> you still hate that part of that movie, don't I you? I do right. so much. So as as its action, it is not as cool as the CR one creature. It can either do a dagger. Or a javelin and it's a plus three to hit and it does one target for one d4 plus one or a total of three damage Woo-hoo. Woo. as a javelin it has a plus two to hit a reach of five or of course it can be thrown one target hit of one d6 piercing damage no modifier just three mm. that's all it does hmm. it's doing its best it's doing its hardest it's, it's still gonna hurt it's still gonna hurt so uh, you did a good okay here's one thing that's interesting so there is a variant rogue modron and a modern unit sometimes becomes defective, either through natural decay or exposure to chaotic forces. Like, what would you say is a chaotic force? A, like the deity, a deity would be something either uh, fey magic. Ooh, fey magic would be interesting. If it's collecting information, the fey's just like toy and just messes with it. Or if it dies in a forest. And no one's around to hear it. In a fey forest. But it disintegrates when it dies. Oh, that's true. Somebody glued it back together. You know them crafty fae. Yeah. <laughs> so rogue modrons don't act in accordance to the primus wishes and directives, breaking laws, disobeying orders, and even engaging in violence. My favorite. Other modrons hunt down such rogues. A rogue modron loses the axiomatic mind trait and can have any alignment other than lawful neutral. Otherwise, it has the same statistics as a regular modron and its rank. So again, monodrone, simple, single task. Quadrone, uh... Four. <laughs> good, good combatant serves as artillery and field officers in regiments of modern armies. So pretty, pretty decent. I'm shocked with that CR one. It gets four shots. That's that's some fun shit to throw. I see it as like a simple encounter. Is they haven't been seen for 289 years. They were mentioned in history, and it's time for the Primus to send them out. And they run into the party and be like, "Hey." You know, um, modern speak. It sounds like a fifty-two bit motor <laughs> modem. It's <laughs> 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 just, just screaming. It's all it is. Um, it reminds me. Did you ever see the creepy fox version of um, Wizard of Oz? No. 
because the normal one creeped me out. Flying monkeys gave me nightmares. I didn't. I didn't mean a fox. I meant Disney, Disney version of it. So there was the one with oh, what's her face? Um, almost said Julie Andrews, and that's not not right. Um, that's not right. <laughs> it's it's a no good. Um, the fuck is that woman's name? The one who played Dorothy. Oh shit! Now that you ask me. Her name just completely blanked out. Oh my god! Da 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 Shit, I forgot I was going to say. I have no idea. Judy Garland on a Fox show or Disney show. Oh, my God. Yes. The, Bring the, it back. I'm sorry. The Disney Tin Man is this short, rounded squat figure that reminds me of those. Like, it didn't. It just did one thing. It just cut wood. That was its primary directive. And kind of like these, it was brought back. Dorothy brought it back to life. And then it could think on its own sort of thing. It was just what it reminded me of. So I can't find that picture, but I'm going to agree to agree because I don't know what it, it just like. rem- It doesn't necessarily look like one. It reminds me of the kind of thing like it was part of this. You have one function and then it got wet and then he gets stuck, you know, and then she yeah. brings him back and he kind of thinks on his own. Okay. But the Fox one and the Disney one are very different. The Disney one is super freaking creepy. I don't like the it. The Fox one was super creepy. The Fox one was not creepy at all. 1940s. Da, 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 da. It was fine. <laughs> Flying monkeys gave me nightmares. The Creepy Wheelers. That is their name. That is what they are called in Disney's remake. They're freaking terrible. You have like a bad movie night. We should do that as an episode. We could just record us making comments on old movies. Oh, God. No one will ever listen movies. to us again. Anywho... Our DM tip for today is we related to our, our doodled and did. Our dungeon doodles, Diddle. which are available on our Instagram. You know the stick. You've been here before, hopefully. If not, welcome. If you're still listening to us prattle on and on because that's what we do now. <laughs> All right. All right. Got? Here's mine. Mono drone. Damn. That's really good. It's just a sketch, guys. It's not. It doesn't have we color, didn't color on it. We color these because we're trying to do two episodes at once. But damn, you even signed it. I did because I really like it. It's very good. It looks like an eight P. What? The, oh my my initials. Um, that is, I'm jealous, and I'm also you're gonna judge me because you said like, and it flies, and so I remember drawing mine. And I was like, it looks like it's jumping. <laughs> <laughs> it looks drunk off its ass, doesn't it? Because she mentioned earlier, it's got one of those eyes closed. I'm like, you're right, it does. That's its lazy eye. <laughs> it's like it got drunk and was like, I gotta go hunt for the primus. <laughs> I gotta Amazon. collect information. Okay, do you know the meme? It's of somebody inside of an Amazon Prime box and they cut out holes for their legs and arms. Yes. It's what it reminds me of. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like it's just taking shots. Like somebody, somebody gave it a bow and arrow. And yes. I... Someone made it dangerous. I forgot to draw the string. So Wait, it's just no. a C? It's, it's just like a weird angle. He just... The string is really thin. You can't see it. <laughs> he just has a stick. 
Smith knowing his interpretive he's dance. Clearly drunk, and he's dancing, and I was rushed. And that you were not. I rushed. still signed it though because I'm proud of his drunk face. No. <laughs> it went off. It's too much. It's glorious, and you know it's it. it's a lot. That's. Hmm. You can't add wing. You can't change it now. It has to go that way. <laughs> oh, it's staying like that. I don't have time to change it. All right. So, for our DM tips, uh, these are coming from a website called dndspeak.com. These are 100 warm up role playing questions for players. We're not going to go through all 100 because. God, why? So, <laughs> we are currently in a campaign with a friend of ours who's DMing. Uh, we uh, played one session and we've missed two. We haven't missed them. They've just been canceled. So we're really excited to play. So in warm up for this game, I'm going to ask Jamie the first five questions from this page. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. It's only five. You'll make it. If your character was an adventurer, what livelihood would they lead? Uh, probably that of a simple farmer. Simple farmer. Nice. Who in the party would your character trust the most with their life? The crazy Quagoth, the automaton who doesn't know he's human, or the, the, that lo- I don't know that you don't know is human. Uh, the golf commentator. This is a very interesting party, guys. And am I missing somebody? Oh, the halfling barbarian oh, who gosh. carries around a pig. The blue pig that changes name every se- session. That's Petunia slash Tulip or whatever its name is. Um. Oh gosh. To trust in the party, it would probably be um, Stacy's character. Why? I seem like a trustworthy person. Because her character's older. Oh, you go by age as wisdom? Yeah. Understandable. And you're a machine. I wouldn't talk to a machine. I'm very friendly. Once uh, I find out you're not a machine, I'll probably talk to you more. A little bit. Okay. What are your character's core moral beliefs? Oh, God. That I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one yet. Okay. What relationship does your character have with their parents and siblings? Doesn't have any siblings. Mother's dead. Uh, of course. Well, no, she just died Old. Of, of peasant. You know, peasantry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know them peasants. They just be dying. The plague. <laughs> She died of the plague. You know, it got too cold one night and people just die. <laughs> um, and dad is, you know, pretty much standard. Standard dad. Right out of the box of dad. Yeah. All right. Basic bitch dad. Basic bitch dad. Uh, <laughs> does your character have any biases for or against certain races? Um... I wouldn't say too much so. He has encountered enough different people to really be pretty accepting. Okay. And because you skipped one, what is your character's opinion on nobility or authority? That while nobility gives you right, that respect is earned. Right. Okay. So these are just a few of the questions that you can hit out here. There are a hundred. We haven't even made them all the way through ourselves. But this is a good place to get started on your character's kind of background and personal beliefs that would really flesh it out. Particularly if you have like an encounter with a noble person or your family comes back into play. How would your character interact with that? 
And with that, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, you can find us on our social media accounts. You can find us at Sweet T and D and D, all one word, yeah. on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. If you're looking for us on podcatchers, which you should already know if you're listening at this point, we are on most of your podcatchers Apple, Google, <laughs> <laughs> Stitcher, all those. But remember to keep spaces between their names Sweet T and D and D. As always, uh, Send us your fan mail, hate mail, whatever. We'll take it. You might not read it. Bye! (laughs)